Hello, and thank you for tuning in to another pod of Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. We recognize, we recognize you're the star. Because you are a star wherever you are. Today is Tuesday. Another day and another opportunity for we could, for us to recognize our star power. Not only in ourselves, but in other people around us. You know, some people don't have the ability to have self-esteem or believe in themselves or be confident or even overconfident like me. I think I've come down with overconfidence and there's no medication to relieve me of that. And I'm just so happy that I am overconfident. I'm so happy that I don't let people's words, people's feelings, or people's views of me affect me in a way that carries me out of who I am. For a long time, I spent trying to be picture perfect. And that does not exist. Perfection is an illusion of reality. It it is non-existent. And if you spend a lot of time trying to become perfect or try to be picture perfect or like an Instagram model, you'll go completely insane. No one's perfect. Even models aren't perfect. They have things that are wrong with them and things that don't go the way they want it to. Sometimes they go to take a picture and their face doesn't work the right way. Or sometimes an actor says the lines incorrectly like 20 times and they have to spend another day in the studio doing it over again. No one is perfect. No one. Now I know days and times can be difficult. And now I know it can be even more difficult to believe in yourself. You know, I have to continuously tell my mom, like, you can do this, mom. Like, why are you feeling bad about this? Sometimes she feels bad about the fact that she was a teacher for so long and she feels like she's losing her smarts from being a teacher because she's not a teacher anymore. She's not losing her smarts from being a teacher. She'll always have what she learned when she did that. And I have to just tell her that. I don't know if it's media or people that make you feel like you lose something in yourself. But I want to be the person that revives the feeling, revives the laughter, revives the hope and the happiness in others. And I consider myself to be the fixer. So I want to continue to be the fixer, not only in my life, but in yours. So as we go into the main part of this conversation... Let's start off with no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. So, it's a Tuesday, and yesterday we talked about the fact that, I don't know, last week, before Christmas, they dumped the idea of Build Back Better because Manchin was like, I'm not signing off on this. Yeah. He left them for dead. Progressives are likely upset because they were probably thinking he was just going to be like, okay, I'll do it. But he was like, no. Now, today, I'm not going to talk to you about the great part of them deciding to extend student loan forgiveness. I'm not even going to talk to you about the fact that this bill was supposed to be about infrastructure And they're leaving all of that out. Today I want to talk to you about the idea of climate. And why it could possibly be a farce. So. There was a lot of legislation that was added into Build Back Better. That had to do with them 
getting rid of things that are probably detrimental to the planet and and our country and America. And I'm all for it. I personally don't consume plastic bottles. I have reusable cups for everything. I have a reusable coffee cup. I have a reusable water bottle. I have multiple reusable water bottles, as a matter of fact. Um, like, I buy, I only buy things I need and I recycle everything else. I'm very high on that. I'm even considering becoming a part of Misfits. And I'm really trying to make steps that are going to be better for my future. Whether it's Butcher Box or, you know, shopping at Big Y because they work with local farmers and I want to support that. I've made steps that I think are going to be very useful for my future, for my children's future, for me and Skip's future as we're going into buying property. I told you yesterday I have all these different devices for me to make all these foods with because I want to become more of a house chef because I want to get away from fast food, fast food. And while we're talking about that, that coincides with the climate that I'm talking about. How are they going to get 330 million people? Likely some of those people already have Teslas in electric cars like Priuses or whatever. But how are they going to get the large majority of people that don't have that into electric cars? They don't have legislation that actually helps anybody do that. I own my car. So I'm going to sell the car I own to get in debt for something I don't own where I can't charge it. I live in an apartment building. How's that going to work for me? Where am I going to charge it? There's nowhere to charge anything like that where I live. How's that going to work in Chicago? How's that going to work in New Jersey? Um, Yeah. How's that going to work in St. Louis, Missouri, South Dakota, North Dakota? How's that going to work? How's that going to work in Texas? How's that going to work in towns in Texas that aren't connected to certain things? How's that going to work in Duhuth? In Florida, especially during tornado season where everything is locked down. How's that going to work in a hurricane? And there's people that will argue against me. Tell me I couldn't be more wrong because these electric cars are for the future. Now, we've talked about electric cars before, but we haven't done an in-depth like discussion like this one we're having right now. I want a Tesla. I was even considering looking at that Nissan. Um, and I can't remember the name of it. I think it started with an A. The Nissan um, electric car. But again, how does that make my life better if I can't charge it? And the only charge station that I know of is in a town far, far, far away from where I live for a Tesla. Now, 
if I'm going to want one of these, I'm probably going to want a Tesla, right? Because that's the best version of this, correct? Right. Can I afford it? Not on my salary. I just started something new, right? I'm, I'm, I'm starting off at this, starting this podcast off. I have all these venture ideas where I want to open a restaurant with um, Skip called Little Philly. That's got soups and sandwiches and like hot dogs and it's all like East Coast. And I got to figure out how we're going to do that. And I got all these ideas that I want us to be able to separate ourselves. And I want us to be able to navigate into different ventures and can I afford a $70,000 smart car I don't know maybe do I want to spend my money on that no is that smart not really not for a lot of people how's this going to work for people that don't even have cars so they're going to make all the buses electric they're going to make everything electric how is that going to work can somebody explain it to me? Because Elon Musk can say whatever he wants. He's already a billionaire, a trillion, whatever he is. He's already an overlord, just like Mark Zuckerberg and the dude from Amazon. They want to do all these things, right? They want to create all these situations, right? But are they realistic? Do you know what goes into buying a car? Whether it's a car from like a person on Craigslist or it's a car at a car dealership. You have to go to the car dealership, look at the lot of cars, decide you like one, then bring a mechanic with you to drive in the car to see if it's okay. After that, then you have to compare the car to other cars to see how much mileage it has. Is it worth that price? You probably should do a Kelly Blue Book value of it, see what it's actually worth. Then you buy it. If it's a reputable car place, they'll contact the DMV and they'll do everything. Um, I'm just going to recommend you don't buy cars from people unless you're really certain about it. I'm going to recommend you go to a dealership. I'm just going to say that. How's this going to work with an electric car? Because I know they're trying to promote the fact that you could charge the car at your house. But have you seen how much electric bills cost? Are you kidding? Like, I live in the Northeast. It gets cold here really quickly. And I mean cold. Like right now, it is cold. It's winter. If if this is electric and this has something to do with the weather, how's it going to work if it's raining, like pouring? Why are we trying to make it easier for people to drive crappy too? Like they're going to watch video games while they drive in a Tesla? Like really? Like are, are we doing that? Like, here's the thing, dude, right? If if they really want to do this a different way, how about they make this? Whatever car you have, you get to trade it in for something similar to that car 
at no additional cost to you. If you already own your car, you get to trade that car in for maybe the same year or maybe even a couple of years newer because you're going from oil to electric. So maybe that's like a gift to them, to you as the consumer. As a gift to you as a consumer, they'll add $5,000 onto whatever car you're purchasing. So whatever your car is worth, they'll add $5,000 onto it. So let's hypothetically say you had a 2006 Ford um, or you had a Chevy, right? Like a Charger. And you want to trade that in. So they should give you the equivalent of whatever that is in 2021 i'm just gonna say it's okay we'll move that up to 2016 and maybe we won't give you a tesla but you'll get a reasonable accommodation to that but it's a charger so how much is a charger worth in 2021 see they have to do the equivalency of that to see how much an electric car costs what year can you get and we should be giving people electric cars that are 2011 and up let's not lie so I'd say 2000, yeah, I do that. Let's let's do 2010, 2011, 2000 up. Because it's got to be yeah, like, like 10 years behind. Let's do that. So I have a Nissan Rogue. So I could get the Aria at a discounted price. Maybe not the 2021 version of it, but can I get like a 2016 version of it and we just do a trade-in? Maybe not even 2016. I, I mean, I guess I would just take like a 2012. Like, just switch it out. Just a switch. Not something where I have to put money into it. Because that's where we get into an issue. People have mortgages to pay for. They have to think about repaying their student loans back whenever that ends. Because it's coming. <laughs> It's coming. People are wanting to go on vacations. They have birthday parties. People are graduating. People are getting married. People are having kids. It never ends. There's always something. It's your mom's birthday party and you want to surprise her. You know, uh, your dad wants to put a new boiler in the basement. Like something. You're redoing over the backyard. Uh, Your car needs to get fixed. Whatever. There's always something you have to pay for. Do you really want the debt of a car? Like the debt of a car. Like even if you're leasing it, it's like, it's not fun. How is this administration or the next one going to convince people to do this at a rapid pace? Can anyone explain that to me? All these things they're talking about are likely not going to happen. They're not. It's fun to listen to them when they start relishing and going on. And these psychopathic, like, groups that are, like, all pro. um, All pro, like, climate. Nothing happened at that climate summit. China doesn't care about whatever America has to say. It doesn't matter if Biden gets the approval of Manchin or anyone else. The world is not a nice place. Everyone seems to know that except for these morons here. 
We need to be cautious. How's this going to help? Like, Biden, you went to this summit in a jet-fueled private plane. What do you think the plane needed to get there? Could have been gasoline. Huh. Huh. Do you see the problem with all of this? It's all hypocritical crap. And dude, if the planet was that important, look at the decisions that have been made over the last 15, 20 years. The bad decisions that were made when Bush was president or even the hypocritical things that were created when, and I can't even remember the guy's name, I think Clinton, when Clinton was president. I'm going to go back to Clinton. If you look back into the books of history, some of the deals that he made were not that smart. Like the decisions that they make in the United States of America are not beneficial to the planet or the United States of America. And I'm really tired of people trying to say that climate is weather. It's weather, bro. It's raining. Not because the climate god is like, let there be rain. They're trying to use scare tactics to freak people out, to make them nervous and naive and stupid. That's what they do. Like, how's telling somebody they need an electric car going to make their life better and they can't even afford the car they have now? Like, come down to our reality, like middle class reality. I paid off my car. I don't want another one. I want to drive the one I paid off. I don't want to think about having to charge it up to something that it's not going to be charged to. That's the reality I'm talking about. We have mortgage due in a week. We need to pay it. What are you talking about? Some electric car we can't afford? Whatever happened to America... The place where you could come to and you could be whatever you wanted. Like, sky's the limit of dreams and possibilities. And if you were focused and dedicated, you know, it's a... It's a place that's not a communism. It's a place where it's built off of capitalism. What happened to that? If that's the truth, then why are you trying to convince millions of people to get electric cars? And a lot of them don't want it. I've had people, conversations with people at church. I've had conversations with friends. I've had conversations with just about anyone you could imagine. And not one of these people agree with them. They got a problem. Anyways, moving on. Thank you for tuning in to No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed. What are lot of us? They lie to us anyway. The climate thing is a joke. Wake up, put your eyes on, and see. Next part of our conversation, love of your pet. The love of your pet. The love of your pet is something beautiful. It's something amazing. And it's something that's timeless. I think the best way to get a puppy is when they're like a puppy. Like they're like eight weeks old and you're getting them directly from the breeder. And they're the only person you ever, they ever know. That's when you get it. But it doesn't matter when you get a dog or a cat. 
or any pet or a bunny rabbit or a snake i mean now we're getting really weird maybe even a spider like i guess even a pig could be a pet i don't know how that's gonna work but if you want to try it go for it you got a horse you got a pony you really could make anything a pet honestly like the love of a pet means you have some someone that loves you like my little puppy benny means the absolute world to me when i get home from work and sometimes i have to work late he waits for me at the door and he jumps up and he runs around in circles and starts rolling around in the living room pretending like he's like under the sea and it's the most hilarious thing i've ever seen he's excited he's happy he's over the moon just in awe because his mommy is home now, I don't know how he does with time or if he realizes that I'm going to return and I'm not, I'm not going to leave him. I'm hoping he has some connection to know that. But I don't know that for sure. He is literally my best friend. We watch movies together. We watch hockey together. We listen to music together. We have the best time. He always wants to snuggle. He's just the the sweetest thing I've ever had. And I grew up with dogs. Like, as a little kid, we always had a dog in the house. It's never a cat. It's always a dog. Um, There was Pepper. There was Toby. There was one of my brother's dogs. There was always a dog. And as I grew up, I was able to get my own dog. Um, Me and Skip got our own puppy. And we can't live without him. Like... I don't I don't know how people don't have pets. I don't understand it. Like having a little furry person in a house is like a necessity for me. The innocence and love and just you're not having a good day and you're feeling over emotional and you got a little furry person that's concerned about you and just comes and kisses your face. That's irreplaceable. So If you're looking for something to boost your spirits or make yourself happy for every day, figure out a way to find yourself a furry friend. Figure out a way to go to your local humane society and and save one of their little lives. Go to one of these pet places and, and bring them home and love them. And let them love you. Sometimes an animal can save you. And you might think you're saving them, but they're saving you so i dare you to let uh, let a little furry friend save you too i dare you next part of our conversation traditions are important traditions are important especially for the holiday with christmas just passing you know having doing the same thing i think traditions are important with everything including food including football including holidays or fourth july or birthdays or whatever it is Traditions are important, and I I like to think that you can adopt your own traditions or adapt your own traditions and make them yours, and I say, why not do that? Like, that's the fun of traditions. It's originally started in your family, but if you want to adapt it or adopt it a different way, why not do that? Um, I love our Christmas traditions. I love our birthday traditions. I love our holiday traditions. For the last, I don't know, five years me and my mom every every birthday we get we celebrate it together regardless 
we find a way to be together on our birthday, even if it's a day apart or whatever, we spend our birthdays together. That tradition means the world to me. I love being able to spend time with my mom. Granted, last year we couldn't do that because it was COVID, so we did it over FaceTime and we watched a movie together and it was a lot of fun. This year, though, I will be with my mom on her birthday and I don't care. Yep. And she'll be with me on mine, too. And those little traditions that we created mean the world. This year, we started a tradition of building a gingerbread house. And I'm hoping that we can do it again next year. It's the start of something, but see what I'm saying? Traditions are something that you can adapt and adopt and make special for your own life. So do it. Next part of our conversation. Why not try something new? Like, you're thinking about dyeing your hair another color. Do it. Why not? You don't have to just date brown. It could be blonde or red or bronze or whatever color. Maybe not blue, but it could be another color. It doesn't have to just be boring. Or you could try something new. Or maybe instead of it being straight, you want to go curly. Or instead of it being curly, you want to go straight. You can do anything with your hair. Maybe you want to adapt some new... Maybe you want to buy some new clothes for your wardrobe. Maybe you want to buy some new shoes. Maybe there's a lot of things you want to do. Why not try something new? Maybe you want to read a book. Maybe you want to get a tablet. Maybe you want to get a new computer. Maybe you want to find a new show to watch. Maybe you want to start a book club. I started a book club with my mom. Me and my mom. We have a collection of books that we read together. We started about a year ago. First, we started with reading the Bible. Then we started reading Mary Higgins Clark's books. And now we'd love to do it. It's a way for us to talk to each other on a daily basis about something that's kind of fun. And it's it's really rewarding in the sense that we're having conversations about the books we're reading and we're thinking about things differently. Like, wow, I can't believe that person did that or blah, 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 blah. Like, it's just so fulfilling in that way. So try something new if you can. You never know. It might really change your life. Next part of our conversation, why the Weather Channel never has the right weather. Dude, like, these apps and these weather dudes and all these things that are supposed to tell you the weather, sometimes they're right, but mostly they're wrong. Like, they'll be like, oh, it's going to be like 12 inches of snow. And then, like, nothing happens. And then they'll be like, it's not going to snow today. And like, it's like 15 inches of snow. Like, make up your mind. Is it going to snow or not? Like, where are you getting your information from? Like, in the Weather Channel, isn't that supposed to be more detailed? Or isn't that supposed to be better than just a person? I, I would think that, right? Nope. I don't get it. But that's just me. Just saying. Just saying. The Weather Channel is questionable. Honestly, I haven't looked at the Weather Channel in a while. Typically, I just click the weather on my iPhone. And not supposed to give you the most updated information. But it's always wrong. It's never, like, pristine. I don't know where you get the pristine weather, like, answers from. Is the Weather Channel better than the app? I don't know. Is that something we can look into? We probably need to. Because I'm tired of not actually knowing what the weather is. Just saying. Next part of our conversation, anything new in the new year. I'm talking about movies. 
Um, there's probably going to be a lot of new things this year. Um, number twos of things, and they're re-coming out with something else new. So we'll see what's next. I'm hoping they do a lot of things with horror and mystery, because you know those are my favorite two genres. Also, I like romance, but they pretty much just ruin every romantic film that has ever existed by having some corny actors try to overdo stuff. Like, I don't know. We'll see. Um, there's far too many applications for us to be watching things on, so they'll definitely come up with new entertaining things that are going to be very likable. I do think a lot of great things are going to come out in 2022. I guess we just have to be patient and wait. Um, I'm excited for Apple Plus. Um, excited for the new season of the creepy stalker chick. Uh, that's going to be pretty dang good. So we'll see what's next. Next part of our conversation. Love it or list it. I like that show. Um, I kind of always want to go with the guy that's like listed. Like, here's my thing, right? If you've got a house and you've got to do all these like updates on it. And you need to do all this work on it. You don't get to live in it. Because you're trying to fix it. That's kind of why when I'm looking at property and I'm trying to decide what's next or whatever. It's kind of why I want to always... Find something that's just move-in ready. It barely has anything that needs to be fixed. Like, granted, reasons why I want hardwood floor. So I don't have to deal with all the crap that comes with carpet. Because, oh my god, it's so annoying. Ugh, carpet sucks. Don't do it. Um, my parents' house, right? Or well, one of their houses. is in a flood zone. So you can just imagine the water. Like... Ugh. You got to be really careful with stuff. You got to know where the house is. You got to know what you're doing. You got to... Living in a place that you have to redo over constantly. Why would you want to do that? That's why I'm with the listed. Like, if you've got all these, like, wants and needs from a home and there's not enough space to give it to you in that, then it's time to go. That's why I really want to make sure we're taking time, me and Skip, when we're looking for property to find something that's got space in it. Not just for him, but for me too. Like, we can have equal space, but we can still be together, but still have space so we can breathe. He needs to have his area. I need to have mine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's got to be a combined, like, experience in a way that doesn't make you feel trapped. That's all I'm saying. Because who wants to feel like that? That's what I'm saying. But I do love Love It or List It. But um, I'm always hoping that he wins. But I feel like whatever her name is, she's like so annoying. Like, she's always asking people for extra money and stuff. Like, I know I told you I was going to do this, but I'm going to need extra money to do this because that happened. Like, that's the thing that can happen when you're redoing something over again. You can discover all these other issues that you didn't know were there before. Oh, they're there. Does that sound fun? No, it doesn't. Pass. Hard pass. List it. List it, list it, list it. Next part of our conversation. 
Are flipping houses shows accurate? Now, Michelle and Doug told me and Skip that those shows are pretend because the people buy the houses in advance and they pretend like they're buying a house. So they already know what they're getting. It's not real. That's what ruined that show for Chip and uh, Joe. Joanne, I can't remember the name of that house. I think it's on HGTV. I remember the name of that show. That's what ruined that for me. And I used to like um, the brother show, the one where they like redo over everything. Uh, I'm trying to think of their name. The two brothers that do a lot with houses. Property Brothers. That's what ruined it for me. But I guess make that decision for yourself and look at it and see if you feel that vibe. Like they're looking at something they've already seen. Like, is it authentic? Sometimes I can't tell authenticity, but try it and see if you like it. That's all we could do, right? All we could do is try it and see if we like it. Next part of our conversation. The kitchen is good. Now, the kitchen comes on like the weekend, and sometimes it comes on during the day. Sunny is a guest on that show, as well as a bunch of other friends. And they make good things in a simple way that you could utilize at home. They make a lot of pasta dishes. They make a lot of things that look very simple and very easy to do. I got to tell you, I really like that show. Um, I like the characters. I like what they cook. I like what they stand for. I like that they call it The Kitchen. And it's a combination of everyone making different things, but they're all making it together. So it's a lot of fun. If you haven't watched it, check it out. It does come on Saturdays in the morning. I would definitely uh, invite you to watch it with me. And I hope you like it too. Tomato soup is delicious with Campbell's and you can mix the cheese in with it. And when you mix the cheese in with it, you've got cheesy tomato soup. It's delicious. Also, you can make your own authentic tomato soup by blending up tomatoes in the blender and then cooking it like that. But you want a smooth texture, so you want to make sure you get the correct texture from it. Brussels sprouts. You can do so much with Brussels sprouts. You can put them in a sheet tray, you can put them in an air fryer, you can put them on a stovetop in a frying pan, you can do a stir fry with them, you can bake them, you can just basically do anything with them. You can buy them frozen, I would buy them frozen. Or you can buy them from the produce section if you want. Um, I like buying vegetables frozen. I know sometimes that takes out the flavor from them, but depending on what the vegetable is, I think buy it frozen. And when it comes to like oregano and like things like that, like seasonings or like say like thyme, maybe buy that in the fresh side or mint. Maybe it's always good to have fresh mint in your fridge. You never know when you're going to need that. But when it comes to like vegetables, they go bad fast. That's why I'm saying buy it frozen. So I would buy Brussels sprouts frozen. And you can make cheesy Brussels sprouts. You can make a, a Brussels sprout one pan dish. You can really do anything with Brussels sprouts. And I know not everyone likes the flavor of Brussels sprouts, but give it a try before you deny it. Chinese food. There's good places that have Chinese food, and then there's bad places that have Chinese food. We kind of have only had Chinese food in, like, a couple places. There's one in West Hartford that we like. 
Um, they've got okay food. We've eaten there from time to time. And then there's another one that's in Weathersfield called Wang's Kitchen. And I've basically been eating there my entire life. Like when I was younger, my friend's Mike's brother is Wang. So like I know the family, like they are family. Um, I just want to give my money to him because the way he makes shrimp fried rice I can't make it like that. And I'm not even going to lie to you and say that I can't. I can't. It's not happening. It's not. It's it's not happening. But I respect Wang and I'll go there and I'll get Wang. I'll get it from him. I'm not getting it from anywhere else. Um, the other place that has phenomenal. Um, Chinese food. There's this other little place, but it's, I don't think it's Chinese. I think it's Vietnamese, but it is really good. You have to find places that have good rice. Like, sometimes that's kind of difficult. Sometimes the rice is not good. It's gross. You have to be fully aware of that. And I'm not saying that to you because I want you to be like, oh, I don't know if I can like this. The rice is gross. I'm not saying it because of that. I'm saying it because... I want you to be aware of the fact that the rice might not actually be good. Like, it might really be bad. And if you know that the rice is really bad, then you can't get upset about it. Ah, You know it. It's, that's just there. And I'm still trying to find the name of this place. Give me a moment while I investigate it to figure it out. Triple Star. Triple Star has a decent amount of food in there. And they have decent prices. And they're not that bad. Couldn't they do some things better? Probably. But everything I've gotten out of there, I like it. The shrimp fried rice. Okay, it's not as good as wings. But it is too. Their chicken's always good. <coughs> Their pork is always good. Their soups are good. I like their their egg soup. Egg drop soup is good. Um, they've got good tea. You know I'm a hounder about the tea. Man, the tea is everything. Oh my god, green tea. Now we're talking. Love it. Mm. It's just so soothing and delicious. And it's just a way for you to really be able to enjoy... something tasty triple star and wings kitchen are the only chinese food that i've eaten and triple star is far closer than wings so like if i'm in the area and we want some rice we'll just go there i'm not saying that wings isn't good but sometimes it's about like location 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 so i would say that for those two what's next for popeyes i guess we're gonna see um who knows
they came out with some new app and they're adding all these new things to their menu and i guess we're gonna have to wait and see what's next for them they added the chicken nuggets um i never got to have any of that uh megan the stallion sauce because every time i went there they were sold out of it i don't know why they run out of the sauces all the time they need to do better on that and i think i'm going to take a break from popeyes because every time i go they never have the sauces i want every time every time the entire time the megan the stallion chicken was there they never had it so i don't understand that at all but okay anyways popeyes sorry you get the side burner um chick-fil-a is winning and you're losing sorry and um triple star and wings i like you both for different reasons but wings comes on top but triple star i still love you i still love all the staff and i still love how you um how important you are to our community so i'm just gonna say that thank you triple star and i'll see you soon maybe this weekend we'll find out Anyways, guess what time it is? It's time for this podcast to be over because I will see you tomorrow on Wednesday. Thank you for tuning in as always to Born Star, Born Star, Born Star, where you recognize, where you recognize your star because you are a star wherever you are. I'm going to go play with my puppy. I don't know where he is, but I'm going to go find him. Benny, Benny. (laughs) He's still not coming. I'll go find him. Talk to you guys later.